Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Tiger Woods working his way to the clubhouse after playing his pro-amp round. Now, this is a significant climb from the 18th green to the top of the hill where the clubhouse is. So you can get a pretty good gauge as to where Tiger is with his leg, his back, his entire body, of course, which has been under the knife many times. Uh, and Rex looks like he's walking up those stairs pretty good. Really does. And look, Kira talked about this earlier in the show. She was out for a lot of that pro-am. And I, I think what we see right now is a really good sign. And look, I, I don't want to overstate this, but that is a tough climb. You and I both have done it. It's exactly 118 steps straight up a hill. It's not easy. All right, we look at the results at Riviera for Tiger Woods. Again, he started his... I guess PGA Tour career, if you want to call it that, as an amateur at the age of 16, playing in 1992. This will be his 15th start. He's had a number of top tens. He's runner-up finish in 1999 to Ernie Els. Never won this tournament at Riviera. It's the most starts he's ever had on the PGA Tour without a victory, that being, of course, the Genesis Invitational at Riviera, which is surprising if you consider the fact that he grew up an hour away, and more importantly, he's Tiger Woods. He's won everywhere, but he hasn't won at Riviera, which is shocking to me. And I think Cal did a great job of explaining that. I mean, he really got a good answer out of that. It really just comes down to the greens. He just doesn't seem to have a very good touch. I think the obvious answer would be Poa. We talked about this at Pebble, how difficult it is and how confusing and how aggravating it can really be for the players. I don't get it, though, because he grew up in Southern California. He grew up putting on these greens, but as soon as he turned pro, he moved to the East Coast, so maybe he lost something in the transition. Yeah, we have been apart, Rex and I, uh, many Tiger Woods press conferences, as you see there. The media center abuzz because Tiger Woods is supposed to walk in there and hold his press conference in just a few moments. Um, if, if we were in that room and we had an opportunity to ask Tiger Woods a question, what's most paramount for you? Do I get just one, or is there a follow-up well, involved Yeah, here? as many as you want. What, what are the things you want to ask? Uh, first and foremost, uh, and you, we've started them all the last couple of years, how are you feeling? Like, Just give us an update on your body. Give us an update on exactly what you think you, your expectations are this week. And then I think the follow-up would be what we were just talking about. Like, he's... he's touched on this in the past, but why is Riviera on that resume? Why is Riviera the only one that seems to have an asterisk next to it on this Hall of Fame resume? Why haven't you been able to get it done here? Because I think as he's gotten older, as he's become what I would call the PGA Tour statesman, he's on the policy board, you see him taking younger players underneath his wing, he's become a little bit more retrospective. He's willing now to sort of look back where it, Earlier in his career, he wasn't willing to do that. I, I found it fascinating now the way he'll answer a question if you put it in the context of 15 times, why not? And you usually get a good answer. Yeah, I think uh, well, without a doubt to kind of follow what you're talking about, he does have a, a definite attitude of gratitude and appreciation of what he has accomplished in his career and those around him that he was able to do that with. Um, that will probably be touched on today. He's probably going to touch on his foundation. 
I would want to know some further details of what this alliance that the PGA Tour has with SSG, Strategic Sports Group, that has all these great players in the, in the world of sports, Fenway Sports, John Henry, Arthur Blank, of course, who owns the Atlanta Falcons, uh, and those, those other members of that group. What does this alliance do for the PGA Tour? Because Tiger Woods basically appointed himself onto the PGA Tour policy board this summer. He went to Jay Monahan and said, I want to be on that board. My voice is powerful, and it needs to be sitting in that room as we try to negotiate the future of the PGA Tour. Secondly, what does this alliance with SSG do for the PGA Tour in their efforts, if there still are efforts, to be honest with you, to have a deal with the Saudis? We've That's done, what I want to know. We've done this long enough. You know you're not going to get a second crack well, at that apple. I love the question. You're absolutely right. I think it's a very legitimate question, and I want to hear that answer. But, and I think you and I both ran into this at the PNC, because uh, at the time, I think John Rahm had just joined Live Golf, and it was a big storyline. And I remember asking him about it, and he wasn't happy with the no. question. I don't think he was angry at me. I just think he was angry with the idea that this is what I have to deal with now, not just as Tiger Woods. And look, we've asked him his entire career to address everything that goes on in the world of golf. But now that he's a member of the policy board, the expectations of him, if, if this is even possible, are so much higher. Well, I disagree with you. I think that, I mean, Tiger, again, appointed himself onto the board. I mean, oh, I, don't, don't, I, I, I mean, don't he, he, this is part of his legacy just as much as winning 82 times a 15th major championship. He wants to leave the PGA Tour in a better place. And I, I, from the people that I've talked to, and I know you've talked to a lot of people as well, he has put a lot of intense effort into making sure that the PGA Tour is secure. Um, I think, and you know this as well, when he shows up at a press conference, if there's a message he wants to get out, oh, yeah. as he did at the Hero World Challenge, he gets it out, and he yet, and usually does it with force. I mean, his whispers are roars across the sports world. And that's a great point. The Hero World Challenge was a case study in what Tiger Woods has done well with the media throughout the entirety of his career. He had an agenda when he walked in, and, and I think I'm the one that kind of asked the question right out of the gates just about the idea of the June 6th framework agreement. Keep in mind, we had not spoken with him right. since that had been announced. And you're right. He had a message. He had a message he wanted to send to the PGA Tour, including Commissioner Jay Monaghan, and he had a message he wanted to send to his fellow players that I'm with you. I agree. This was wrong. This isn't the way it should have been handled, and we're going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. I, I love the idea that you could get two or three cracks at it. Like, I'd love to be able to just sit and ask him all of these questions, but like I said, you only get one bite of the apple, so you got to make it a really good one. Well, I mean, you could follow up with him as well. I mean, <laughs> but I, I think he is prepared to talk about everything that's in regards to the landscape of the PGA Tour now that is aligned with SSG creating PGA Tour Enterprises. I mean, the big question is, I mean, Jordan Spieth said this at Pebble Beach. Do we really, I mean, he kind of just threw it out there. Do we really need to have this deal with the Saudis? I, you know, do we really need to be in bed with the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia? I mean, there was a big, there was a big uh, push to have that happen prior to SSG, and now it's not. You know, I am hearing whispers that, that some players feel like it's it's not necessary. I, I'm interested to see where Tiger is on this. The messaging will be interesting. You're absolutely right, and I think there's a there's another layer of context when it comes to this. Go back to Pebble Beach when Roy McIlroy was asked about the live players mm -hmm. who walked away from the PGA Tour. How should they be welcomed back to the PGA Tour? And I think Rory surprised a that lot. That is, of us. if the deal happens. If the deal happens, right? And and look. You, we could sit here and assume, but if the deal happens, how do they come back? And I think he surprised a lot of people, including myself, when he said, 
I think they should just be allowed to walk back. No penalties, no fines, no suspensions, anything. The pushback was immediate, and you heard it from Ricky Fowler, right. and Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas. No, they, these players feel like there should be a penalty. I'd love to get Tiger Woods' thoughts on that. I have a feeling he's going to be in the camp with Justin Thomas and uh, Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler. And it's going to be a sticking point. I don't want to overstate this, but when you look at the way the negotiations are going to eventually work out between the PGA Tour and the PIF, them coming back is going to be a huge part of this. And his voice, to your point, is going to be the loudest in the room. Yeah. Tiger Woods was very upset about the June 6th announcement because there was no player involved in this decision. Uh, it, a lot has changed since last June, but right now it is time to hear from Tiger Woods, the host of the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Okay, we got a lot of people in the room and we'll probably have a lot of questions. So I'd like to welcome Tiger Woods, uh, tournament host of the Genesis Invitational. And... Uh, Founder of the TGR Foundation. Yeah, how about that? And also a competitor in the field. Second year in running. Um, Correct. Tiger, just pro-am today. What do you think of the course and how are you feeling form-wise? Yeah, we had a, we had an absolute blast today um, to be able to play with uh, Aaron and Josh out there. And um, couldn't ask for a better, more perfect uh, weather day. And we just had a bunch of fun uh, talking Trash, telling stories, and uh, just enjoying one, uh, one other's company. And uh, it was just a, a really fun, fun day. Great. All right, we've got a couple of microphones on each side of the room. Please raise your hand if you have a question. We'll try and get to each of you. We'll start with Jeff over here. Or actually, go ahead, since you're right there, Dan. I, I know it's a busy week for you with hosting and with Sunday Red, but from a golf perspective, what would make this week a success? Well, a, a nice W would be nice, right? Um, I haven't... Uh, I had ever won this event. So I've, I've played in this event since, what, since 92. And on the years I've played, I've still never have won this event. So hopefully that uh, I can figure something out and um, get myself in there in contention and um, you know, maybe get a W at the end of, end of the week. We've got Jeff next and then behind Akira. Hey, Tiger, this is the first time a lot of us have seen you since you've had uh, your new role with uh, the tour board. Um, you know, there are a lot of fans who kind of want to know what, what is it that the fans are going to see out of this. You're somebody who's actually run tournaments, um, been a beneficiary of an exemption in this mm -hmm. one, been very well aware of the history of the tour and the, and the, uh, the model. What, what would you say to the fans out there who've heard all this talk about money and private equity and all that stuff? What, what, what would you say they should be getting excited about looking forward to coming down the road? Well, at the end of the day, we're trying to provide the best entertainment, and the, in order to do that, you have to have the best players play. And uh, we want to to uh, have the history and acknowledge the history and the, and the traditions of the history of our tour, and how we have the pathways, uh, have the accessibility, um, have all the intangibles as has made the PGA Tour what it is right now and what has been and hopefully what it will continue to be and to be even better. And how do we do that? And that, that's the whole idea of why we have a group like SSG to provide us with information and help and, and trying to create uh, the best tour we, we can possibly have. Come across here to Mark. Hey, Tiger. Yeah. I'm just wondering if this, this 
if this week elicits memories of you know the accident a few years back and 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 how much how would you describe the grind to get back to this point for you has been you know to be playing again and whatnot uh, as far as the the accident uh, that happened uh, it doesn't really have you know that much bearing on uh, the history of this event. Um, do I feel it physically? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, do I feel it physically? Absolutely. Uh, you know, each and every day. Um, unfortunately, that's part of uh, you know having the surgeries and in rehab. Um, but no, it's. I'm excited about this week, and uh, I'm excited about you know competing and playing. Go to Kira in the back, and then Doug. Uh, Tiger, hosting duties for the tournament itself is uh, a lot of work for you. At what point? In the last couple of months, did you officially decide, okay, I am going to play as well? And then once you decide, what does the process okay. look like training-wise? How often are you playing? Things like that to get to a place where you feel competition-ready and potentially get a win, as you told Dan. Well, Kira, I mean, I really, it's been an ongoing process. Um, you know, the, the, where the, how the body feels, you know, from a day to day and the grind of trying to practice and get ready for an event and um, uh, just the overall just <laughs> aging process of it all. Uh, it, that has been the, been the trick of it and, you know, been the challenge of it. And, you know, the, since I have played, what, uh, basically it, it, this will be my first tour event back, um, uh, since then, I've had a, you know my ankle fused, and so that's that's different. And I had you know two soft events, you know playing at Hero and and uh, the, the PNC, and so you know those are trying to get used to the new feels of the, of the body, and uh, those are always going to be the, the challenge. And um, in, the, in the challenges of of trying to get tour ready, uh, that's you know that's been uh, what we've been trying to do for the last, you know, couple weeks, uh, and try to be make sure that I'm physically fit and ready uh, to play this event, and uh, being ready for tomorrow. And we have a you know work cut out for us, and look forward to it. We'll go to Doug, then Adam, and if we can get that mic to the front after Doug. A couple things, Tiger, unrelated. And I'm sure you've been asked this once or twice in in your career as it relates to Riv. But why haven't you ever won here? What do you think it is about this course that is caused you problems? Well, I've, I have traditionally not have putted well here. Uh, I've, this is a, a fader's delight. Uh, most of the holes are for a righty run left to right. And I've driven it well here. I've, there's small greens. And <clears throat> traditionally, you know, throughout my entire career, my iron game is, has been you know, pretty good. But I have never really you know, gotten hot with the putter this, uh, at this event and this, this course. Generally, they're, they're bumpy POA, <laughs> so uh, it's been a little bit tricky. For some reason, it just has never, you know, compiled to a hot week. I had one where I had a chance against Ernie and hit a foul ball in the last hole. So um, that's other than that, I really haven't had that many opportunities for some reason. And then from the launch the other night, I was just um, thinking about this later. Um, with, with leaving Nike and now being with TaylorMade, mm -hmm. what happens to the TW logo? Do you ever get that back? No, we you don't. want it back? I don't want it back. I've moved on. This is uh, a transition in my life. I've moved on to Sunday Red, and uh, we're looking forward to building a, a brand that 
elicits excitement and is transformative. Um, we'll go to Adam on this slide. Tiger, right, right in front. Right. Yep. I haven't heard your version of why SSG is the right partner for the PGA mm -hmm. Tour and why uh, private equity is the right way for, for the future. Well, the consortium that they have at SSG, the, um, the, the partners that they have that have come together to be a part of this, this group um, is quite remarkable, to be honest with you, in the sports industry. And they're unbelievable leaders. And at the time, then, we, we need um, you know, great leadership going forward. I think that this elicits that. Um, it has uh, an amazing... Uh, the, the amazing brains of, of, of ideas that can make this tour better, and we're looking forward to that. What is the holdup in making a deal with PIF, and, if, and do you want that to happen? Well, the, the, the PIF deal is obviously is ongoing. Um, SSG, we have solidified our agreement with them, and PIF is still ongoing, and we're still negotiating. We'll get that mic to Ryan in the back row, and we'll go with Todd right here in the front. Tiger, do you see PIF as having the ability to add further to what you guys want to do in addition to SSG? Yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately, we would like to have you know, PIF be a part of our tour and be, be a part of uh, you know, our, our product. But in financially, you know, we don't now. And so, uh, with uh, with SSG and then the amount of monies that they have um, have come to the table with, and what we initially had agreed to in, a, in, a, in the framework agreement, and those are all the same numbers. So, um, anything beyond this is going to be, you know, obviously over and above. And you know, we're in a great position right now, and uh, hopefully, we can make our product, you know, better in the short term and long term. And just follow up on Doug asking you about here. So what is the frustration level of not winning here given that you won everywhere around the world? <laughs> yeah. Like how, how, how frustrating has that been? It, it is frustrating in the sense that this is a golf course that has been, you know, to me, been very comfortable you know, visually. Um, as I said, it's, it's a fader's delight from the, the tee shots and I have as I said, I've traditionally been a pretty good iron player. Um, but for some reason, I just haven't put it together uh, at this event, <clears throat> other than you know, one time with a chance. But I, I just, for some reason, just hasn't happened. You know, hopefully, it'll be this week. And the frustration? Obviously, you can, see, you can see that. I haven't done it. And you're asking me the question. Well, let's get that mic to clear. And in the meantime, we'll go back to Ron in the middle here. Hi, Tiger. Yes. Two parts here, kind of random. One, what's Josh Allen's game like? And then two, how did um, Lance end up on your bag? Uh, Josh's game is, is considering the, what he, you know, he does for a living and the, the, the pounding that he, he takes on his body, uh, the fact that he's been able to play this game, and you can see the enjoyment that he has and the addiction that he has for, for the game of golf. And... Um, he asked unbelievable questions today about how he can get better um, that only athletes really can a answer, you know, ask those type of questions. Uh, and that's what's neat about being able to play with, with athletes and see how their, their, their brain works. And we're, we're, we're very similar across the board, uh, whether we're playing you know, football or golf or, or baseball. Um, 
how we look at things are, are very you know, consistent. As far as Lance is concerned, I mean, uh, Lance, I had a, I've had a great relationship with him over the years, uh, going back to when he caddied for Cooch and when we played at the, at the President's Cup together uh, back at what, uh, Mirfield Village. In uh, all the years that we've been on Ryder Cups and President's Cups together and the times I've been able to have played with him in the same groups, very down to earth, very loyal, and uh, the, how he has conversated with his, his players uh, through the years, I've obviously taken notice of that. And uh, we've had the same type of feels and how we look at the golf course and how we you know, read putts, they're, they're very similar. So I think it's, it's a great, <clears throat> we're, we're gonna be a, a great team and we look forward to the challenge. Go to Ryan in the back row, and then we'll come to the front. So. Tiger, uh, straight back. Right in the back, Tiger. Yep. There's, been a, there's been a lot of debate recently about reunification in the game and, and kind of the best ways to do mm -hmm. that. Uh, <clears throat> what's your opinion on a potential pathway back to the PGA Tour for live players? You know, we're looking into you know, all the different models for pathways back. Uh, what that looks like, what the impact is, for the players who have stayed and who have not left, and how uh, we make our product better going forward. There is no answer to that right now. You know, we're looking at uh, very different, uh, varying degrees of um, ideas, uh, and what that looks like in the short term, you know, we, don't, we don't know. Um, we don't even know in the, in the long term what that looks like. Uh, but uh, you know, trust me, there's, there's <laughs> There's daily, weekly you know, emails and, and talks uh, about this and what this looks like you know, for our tour going forward. Okay, we'll go down here in the front right, Tiger, and then we'll go to the back. To Tiger, from a technical perspective, what are you working on in your swing to make sure it's competition ready? Uh, I think that more than anything that I try and do from a technical standpoint is making sure that I can still hit the golf ball flush and solid. You know, I, I don't have this the same speed I used to have. I don't have the ability to practice the same amount of hours. Um, uh, but I still do work on making sure that I can hit the ball out of, out of the middle of the face. And if I can do that consistently, and one of the reasons why I, I really don't have a coach right now, um, the, the, what my body does from a day to day, week to week, this looks kind of different. Uh, I can't really model myself or, or fit any kind of model. And a lot of it is based on my, my hands and my feel. And I, I have built this golf swing uh, in what, the last few years, or four or five years, based on my hands, and what that feels like. And what that, what that looks like, it doesn't really, I don't, sometimes it doesn't look pretty, um, but I can still hit the ball flush. We'll go to Jim in the back and then. Yeah. Um, Tiger, oh. Jim Hill, KKL, in, in the back here, buddy. Thank you, Jim. Good Hi, to see you again, you. yeah. How emotional a week can this be, or will this be, when you consider, for you, basically, this is where it all started? Yeah, Jim, it's been, uh, it's been full circle for us, uh, for me, uh, to have come out here when I was, what, seven, eight years old, whatever it was, when Lanny won going away, and to come out here and, and play you know, my first tour event, uh, and my first introduction to the tour, and then for us, whatever it is, uh, what, 
20 some odd years, 25, 25 years later, um, to have the foundation actually run and, and be in control of the, of the event. And <clears throat> I'm actually you know, hosting and, and playing, so uh, it's, it's an incredible week, and it's a, it's a great week for all of us. Okay, we'll go to Bob, hey. Bob Harry. Tiger, um, two things. Have, have you personally met or spoken with anyone from the public investment fund, including Yasser? No, I have not. Do you have a sense for what their goal is or what their end game is in all of this? From what their representatives have discussed with us, um, yes and no, because that, that changes. Uh, and that evolves you know, from a few months ago to what it is currently now. Is that is that hey, is that good or bad? Is that good or bad from your standpoint? How it's changed? I don't know if it's good or bad. I think it's it's it's, it's an ongoing fluid process. We have another one up in the back. Can't see who it is. Sorry. Hey, Tiger, Jim Gray. Tiger, I was wondering if having your ankle fused diminishes the pain that you have when you play, and if you could also describe your love of the game now in a different physical state as compared to when you were whole. Yeah, my, my ankle doesn't hurt anymore um, because, no, the bones aren't rubbing anymore. But then again, it's different. Then other parts of my body have to take the brunt of it, just like my, my back is fused. And so other parts of my body have taken the brunt over that. And you know, I have you know, two different body parts that are, are now fused. Um, yeah, it, other, other parts of the body have to adapt. And as far as the, the love, the love, I still love competing. I love playing. I love being a part of the game of golf. Um, this is a game of, of a lifetime, and I don't ever want to stop playing. Um, I love being able to compete. I love being able to enjoy different conversations from across time. And uh, for instance, like today, be able to play with two great athletes, um, the, the cross-pollination that, that happens with other sports and with this, this, this game. I, I love that. I love having, and I don't ever want to, to lose that. Okay, we got time for a few more. We'll go with Tom right <coughs> in front here. Right, right in front. Hey, Tiger, you, yes. uh, you're playing tomorrow with Gary. You gave him an exemption. What will that mean to you, playing with him, considering what he yeah. has gone through? And I guess relating it to, you've gone through the different things, but, you know, serious. Well, I think that what, what Gary has gone through, I don't think people have really given it enough, enough play, enough really, um, I think we haven't had enough conversation about, about what he's gone through and how difficult life was for Gary and how, how scary that was. Um, you know, each and every moment he's afraid of, of dying and the anxiety of that and to have a surgery and remove a tumor out, out of his brain and to come back and, and play the tour, I mean, that, that's just an, an unbelievable story. And I think that we should you know, applaud him for you know, what he's been able to overcome. And I, I can't wait. I mean, he's been one of my, one of my great friends you know, over, over the years. And to be able to play with two great friends tomorrow, uh, we're going to have a great time. Uh, we're obviously, we're going to be kneeling each other, but it's a, it's a great needling. The fact that we're able to do it, the fact that he's here um, and is able to um, give us the, the needle, um, 
is is fantastic because that was a scary time when it didn't we didn't know what that was going to look like. Three more lined up. One over the side first. Go ahead. Some uh, new gear for you so far this week. New prototype Sunday Red shoes, and it looks like you're testing between the old Sim Three Wood and the new TaylorMade <coughs> QI10 Tour with the new shaft. Um, curious about your thoughts on the shoes and your thoughts on the new Three Wood. Well, the the Three Wood is is in play. Um, it's I've I feel very comfortable with the Three Wood. It's uh, I had to find the right shaft for it, and decided to you know, switch the shafts and go with what I have in my driver. Uh, so it's it's consistent. My my five was different. <laughs> it's, it's old. It's a little beat up, but it still works. Um, but the three wood, I wanted to find something that I, I could draw a little bit better, and uh, this one is is definitely that. And as far as the shoes go, um, had to make a slight adjustment yesterday. Um, was putting some nails in as far as traction. Um, being at home in Florida and testing in Florida, it was very different than coming out here and playing off a slope and playing off a wet grass um, and having the, the traction I needed. So I you know, put some nails in yesterday and it's been, been working. Okay, we'll go to Mark in the middle here. Uh, Tiger, with the, the negotiations with the PIF, how much of an issue is, is Team Golf and what is your opinion on Team Golf fitting into the, the future sport? Yeah, uh, we're, how Team Golf is, it, it, it's going to be a part of the tour. It is part of the tour. We have, we have TGL. So um, what that looks like as far as official events goes, you know, that we don't know what that looks like yet as of now. Um, as far as, you know, off-night, one-night events, um, what Tomorrow Golf League provides, it is Team Golf. It is, it's going to be entertaining. Now, whether or not we can trans transform that or, or, or put that together with with official events you know we don't know what that looks like and that's one of the reasons why we have SSG to be a part of of what that could possibly look like and how does the, how does that even look like and how does it even look like with our our PIF negotiations as well okay, Tiger we're going to wrap it up with one question from Jasmine on the side of the room hi Tiger yeah. um, this tournament impacts your foundation and this question is from one of your TGR Learning Lab student who is also an aspiring sports media professional and his question is um, why is it important for you to provide resources and opportunities to students who don't have access to them at school or home and then as a follow-up to that he wants to know what message do you want to send to your TGR Learning Lab students? You know with, without the, the ability to or availability um, and access to the information that is is afforded to a lot of the kids who have come from more comforting backgrounds. Um, you know, a lot of these kids don't have the the availability to to make the the leaps and and be and, and transform their their families. And that's what our our foundation is trying to do. And that's why we're trying to provide either learning labs or a curriculum, be able to provide and access to that availability, and by providing the encouragement, you know what that that looks like. And you know it's been uh, a, a long road for all of us to to try and get to this point, um, trying to help as many kids as we we possibly can. And with our learning lab, I think we've had, you know, I am near 200,000 
kids that we have served uh, currently and our expansion into Philly and then to here and then greater Los Angeles area with Lula's place. You know, these are all things that how, how are we going to how are we going to get back and how are we going to make our, our society better? And that's what we're trying to do. And uh, without you know, all of you here or without the tournament like this, we wouldn't be able to have those opportunities. So uh, I just want to say thank you for all of that. And we want to say thank you to everyone for attending. Absolutely. And thank you, Tiger, again, for, yeah. for being a host and competing this week. Thanks. You get it. All the best. Thanks. Appreciate it. You Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.